Today's daf is daf Yodzain, and the Gemara begins as follows. Reb Zira Bayi Kamei Rabbi Avahu. You've got a question, Rabbi Avahu. Hachat Amar Hachin Vachat Amar Hachin. So we have to do a little bit of Chazara to appreciate what's happening here. Rabbi Avahu, in the big back on uh, towards the top of Tzayin Amud Bet, said that read that in the name of Rabbi Lazar. The anytime it says Lo Tocha, Lo Tach, Lo Tochelu, Lo Yachlu, Lo Echelu, things like that. All that Lashon Vachila is Mashma Lashon. What Lashon is However, we've just seen Rabbi Avahu in the name Rabbi Yochanan. Then the case of Shor Niskal and Chametz, since it doesn't say Mephorshes, this Ubahana, you don't get Malkus. Isn't that a stira? So Gemara says very simply, he says Amalei Chad Mishmei the Rabbi Lazar, Chad Mishmei the Rabbi Yochanan. That really there is, it's he's saying yes, he said two things that are contradictory, but there was a name in two different people, so that's not a problem. Um, it's in problem. It's important here actually, is because it's a parallel slugir and the Bavli. And Reb Chaim says that really, it just seems to be, according to the Bavli, it's what's called Mashmudorshim Benehem. That really, that they agree at the end of the day that there's no difference, but it's just how they learn it from the Psukim, whether you can mashma from the word Tochelu by Shoran Nisgal and, and, um, and Chametz, or, or there's another way of being Doreshet. However, it's important that Reb Chaim's already saying here, you see why I'm stressing this now, that the, the quantity of Rishalmah, there is a Nafgamina between them, and that's a Nafgamina we saw yesterday. That because, according to the second shita, which is Rabbi Avahu, same Rabbi Yochanan, since it wasn't Mephorosh, you wouldn't get Malkus. Otherwise, if Yochlu, if Yochlu and Yochelu and all these, all these Lashonot actually imply Yisra'ana, then you would have got Malkus. So there is a Nathgimina between the two of them. And now, because of that, we have another shita. This is shita number three. It says, Ramanan de Kisrin, says, Aravahu b'shem Rabbi Yochanan, komakom shenema lotocha, lotochlu, ein atofes Yisra'ana. Then um uh, Then that lashon does not imply an isurhana. Now I have to be very careful here because the Mafrashim take this and parallel this sugya and try and fill it out with the bavli. Because in the bavli, according to Rabban the Kisrin, there's a difference between if it's tochelu or tochlu, right? Meaning if it's got a tzayre or not. If it's an active achila versus something that it should not be eaten, if you like, sort of um, is a passive form or something like that, right? So. That's the way uh, the Marafuld explains it. Because if it is, depending on if it's more active form, it's only Israel But if it's in this passive form, then it would also imply Israel However, and I think that uh, I'll trick this now scroll as well, that they explain the sugya like that, like according to Marafuld, that there's a difference between the two and the, in the Gemara. But you'd have to fill in a few words here. But I don't think that's the way Reb Chaim is explaining the sugya. He's already said quite clearly before that the Bavli is different to the Ushalmi like we saw in the first Machloket. And here, I think it means across the board, the Isra Achilla, no matter what Lashon of Achilla, you'll see why I'm going to say this later on, no matter what, according to Rabbi Kisrin, does not apply Isra Hana'a. Okay? As we'll see. And what's a Binyan Avshe Bekulam? What's the source of this? Because it says, So any blood of a Chatat you brought into the Olam Oed, you're not allowed to consume it, it's got to be burnt. Now, Marafulda says, it's because it says te'achel, it's in the passive form, that's a binyan av you learn from your beshti saref. However, again, Ramachim doesn't say that. He says, because it says beshti saref, it teaches you the fact it says lotachel on its own is not enough to imply nisohana. Okay? It's only because it adds beshti saref that you have nisohana. So that's, if you like, building us a the principle here. That, that according to the Rabbanan Kisrin, that Loto Te'achel, Loto Lotochal, or all these sort of Lashanot do not imply Isor Hana. Again, completely, that's shit number three. That's opposite of Rebelazar above. So let's continue. Tani Chizkia Messiah, this you see actually assists Shitat Rabbi Yochanan, as in what we've just been saying now. 
Because Osara says is such a, you cannot consume it. Why does it say Why does it then say you're not you're, they're allowed to use it for all melacha? That's balio meaning the chel of the fats. It says that's balio That's to teach you that even for melacha you're allowed to do so. Okay, which is interesting, meaning it's not coming to tell you that it's a mutar bahana bichlal. It's teaching you that even you're still allowed to use it for melech gavoa. Now, what's important from here? You see from here, the fact that it's not teaching isur hana implies the lashon of lotochelu does not imply isur hana. You hear? That seems to support what we've just said in Ebra Yochanan. That lotochelu, all these lashon of achila doesn't imply isur hana. Okay, it's only um, again we bring another proof, and all of these go like this. You'll see all these cases that the lashon achila doesn't imply isur hanaa, and the fact that it says you're allowed to do X, Y, Z with it seems to be teaching me something else other than isur hanaa because isur hanaa is not implied by the lashon of achila. Okay, let's have a look at the next one. Memash mishneva rak hadam lo tochelu. It says you're not allowed to have consume blood. Why does it say why doesn't it tell us you, what's the Torah teaching us that it's been poured out to the, on, the, on the floor like water? To teach you that's to teach you that just as maim affects hechsher, so too dam does as well. So it's a Indian completely hechsher, if you recall, anytime food, food, food is picked from the ground or, picked, or plucked from the tree, it needs to come into contact with one of the seven liquids in order to affect hechsher. Mine, we know, does that. Now we've got an mine. He says that is to teach you. We see here from this, this brighter, this continuing brighter, actually. This is, price is a long brighter. is coming to teach you that it also affects Heksha. But not to matir the fact that they're, they're allowed to get Hana'a from it. Because again, you're not assuming it's Asur Hana'a because Loto Chelu doesn't imply Isur Hana'a. Okay, let's continue. Mash Mitzimah Loto Chluk called Nevela, you know that I've got Eden Nevela. Why then does it say Why doesn't it teach you that you're allowed to give it to a ger to eat? Again, the assumption is it only implies Yisrochel no Yisrochana. So why do I need to tell me that I need to, that I can do other things with it? it says Let's teach you the ger toshav. Meaning someone who's a non-Jew who's living in Israel, Makabel, all the shivats mitzvah bnei Noach, the latter in nevelo. Okay. Finally, you're not allowed to have basar b'stei trefa. Why does it teach you that you're allowed? To, that, why do you need? Why do you need to know that you're allowed to throw it to a dog? So it's that's to teach you that specifically this case you, you throw to a dog. However, chulin meaning regular animal, they took the base of mikdash and shechta there. That has an isohana associated with it. Okay, so it's almost like by inference, but you really wouldn't have needed it to teach you a lot that a, a nevelia allowed to get hana from because a lashon of tolotochlu doesn't imply so hana. Okay, so <clears throat> is that a question? Yeah, go ahead. These are all laughs shenita klase, right? Oh, um, love what has a has a like how the love nishnitaklase? Like the hell of the shlichu is to hanase. Yeah, but what love is it? In other words, no, no. A love is if I've stolen something, how do I fix the issue by 
how do I fix the love by doing an essay? For example, no, I, mean, I, I mean, didn't have error of not once. I didn't have error of not. I mean, for Malchus. I mean, for Malchus. Yeah, but these are because. Listen, a, a, a classic case of notar. Notar is a case of love to nictal assay. So because I, I, you're not let up to morning, what do I do? What's the assay to fix the situation? The assay to fix the situation is I've got to burn a best Yisrael This is not that case. You're not allowed to eat in the vela. You can't fix it by selling what you've ingested to a guy or giving it to a dog to eat. You've already ingested it. These aren't love to nictal assay in that, in that sense. Okay, love to assay means I can fix the situation by doing something else after it. Okay, mm-hmm. let's continue. We see have proofs for both Shito. From Eliezer and the Rabban and the Kasrins understanding Rabbi Yochan. So let's have a look. Um, as it says, uh, so Matnina Masaila Rabbi Yochanan, we'll, we'll see in a minute because actually the end part, the first part's actually a, a, a Masaila Rabbi Yezer. It says, You're not allowed to eat Chametz. Meaning there's also an Isur to feed someone, not to someone who consumes it. Okay, so we're expanding the Isur. So Ata Omer Lakach is a teaching this, or Eino El Osr Bahana, or is it teaching us that it's a Hana? Kishu Omer Lotochal Alav Chametz. When it says you're not allowed to consume it, Lotochal Alav Chametz Lamanu Shu Asu Bahanaya. You see from that word Lotochal Alav Chametz that it teaches you the Isu Bahana itself. Hamata Omeloma Bloy Achel Chametz. So therefore, what do I learn from Lo Yachel Chametz? Actually, Machel Koachel. Now the fact that we learn Isuana from Lotochal. That's the Potter Rebbe Yezer, because Rebbe Yezer says the Ilashon Machil implies an Isra'ana. Okay? So that's Matnini Masai Ladin or Masai Ladin. So, so far, this brighter, the first Shita, Rebbe Oshaya, this is Dibre Oshaya, but seems to support Rebbe Yezer. Relazar, sorry. Oh, actually, Eliezer, but anyway. Um, Rebbe Yitzchak Omer, Einut Tzarech. You don't even need that. Ma'in Sheratzim Kalim Asamet HaMachel Ka'ochel. You know, this is with Sheratzim, you've got a Isra for the Machel Ka'ochel. <clears throat> so too, um, with Sharati, meaning this teeming creature, so too, Chametz Chamu, which is much more Chamur, this so card associated with the Enudin Nazet, Amachel Ka'ochel. So, Hamata Maloma Lo Yaachel Chametz. What's the teaching you Lo Yaachel Chametz? Lo Ba'akot of Ela Osra Ba'ana. In other words, therefore, that's the teaching that Isra Ha'na'a. Begin to call Lo Yaachel, because it says Lo Yaachel Hamal Milotochal, late Mashmaklum, V'hana Messiah, Lerab Yochanan. In other words, it already said Lo Tochal. But he says, Lo Yachel is coming to teach you also the Isra'ana. So you see, Lo Tochal, this supports Rabbi Yochanan. In other words, from the word Lo Tochal, you're not Mashmi Isra'ana. I needed the actual Lo Yachel as well to teach you Isra'ana. So you see, Lo Tochal on its own is not Mashmi Isra'ana. That's like Rabbi Yochanan, like the, like the Rabbana de Kisrin. Now here, this is, this is where, this is what I'm trying to prove the point. This is not like the Bavli. This is like I said before. Meaning... According to Maraful, this says, ah, you see, it's only from Lo Yachel when Mashma Isorana and lo, lo, not, not Lo Tochal. So, therefore, as we said, Rabbi Kisrim differentiate between the way that the, the word Achiller is constructed. However, that's not what Reb Chaim says. He says, You don't learn it from, from Lo Yachel. So, that language. You know, this Rabbi Yitzhak is hearing, learning this, not from the, the choice of the construction of the word Achila, but rather the fact that it says it twice. It says it twice. In other words, the, the Achila, that's what he's learning it from. So really, again, this is, again, I think it's quite clear, Rabbi Yochan, that um, the Rukhaim Ansar Rabbi Yochan says, all Ashon Achila doesn't mashma, it's only because of the Ribui. Meaning the fact that it says it twice. Okay. 
Right, and by the way, he says even though he's supporting Rabbi Yochanan that it doesn't imply it, he's not actually learning like Rabbi Yitzchak because if you saw before by by um, by Pesach and the Chametz, he says you don't get Malchus from it. Now, if this he learned it like Rabbi Yitzchak that it's from the extra the Achili that's mentioned in the pasuk, then that's Mefurash. It's a love. Right, and you would get Malchus. So rather, he learns it like we explained before from like other drashot. I think he learned it from um, Pesach was from uh, the Chatat exactly. That was like um, it was like a, by way of a drasha rather than by the um, Achilia Teira. Okay, that's just an extra side point. Okay, let's continue. Next case. Pshita she'in karken esar. It's obviously that if someone bows to ground, land can't become asur. We're talking about Isra Vodazara here. If somebody did a maser in the ground, Sarat Surah formed some sort of a picture or form in the ground, then he can oser. Because it's got what's called Shlita Dada, and the person came and actually did some sort of maser, he would make that ground asr. Okay? Um, fine. Um, here. Here. It's Rokhaim says, David ben maser re kan tfisat yad bene adam. Fine. What at Sava Davashi Yesh Baruachaim? What happens if you uh, painted an animal? Right, bound. To, so the Gemara says, does that also consider Fitzadam that make the animal also? Again, we're assuming for Vodazara. Well, actually, what's interesting here, we'll see as it continues on, this could also be talking about Orla as well. But at the moment, we're talking about Vodazara. It says, If you bow to an animal, it's not going to make it Asur. So Rabbi Chaim says it's, uh, it's, it's actually all, it's like Batmiya, meaning. Bowing to the animal is not going to be asura. So simply painting the animal for Vodazara, he understands, is not considered uh, not considered significant enough to make it um, to make it asura. Okay. Next, muhin shetava otsricha. Now, muhin, what happens is that's like little uh, like small tufts, and what happens is of, of, of fabrics, and what happens is they would uh, have all these small bits, and they use it as stuffing in a pillow. The question is, what if it's either it's of a Vodazara, or we're saying that really. Let's tie it back to our uh, Gemara now. That's where Rukhaim explains it. We're talking about Orla. So you dyed some of these stuffings with, um, with, with Orla. So normally, if you make a beggar and dye it with Orla, it becomes Asubana. But here, you're not getting any Hana'a from the dyeing at all. It's going to be inside a pillow. So the question is, is that a problem? Okay, I'll read it. Rukhaim, is it also like a beggar? You've got to burn it. Or Dilma Sha'ani Mukhin, Hanu You're getting no benefit from the dyeing. The Kayman Shunino Tobaka, you put inside a pillow. What do, it doesn't matter what color the stuffing is. It's not going to, you're not benefiting from it at all. So is there an Isra Na'a associated with it? Now the Gemara asks, okay, what about Begadol Shitzava Abanot Lachotcho? What if you've got a big a garment that you dyed, so again with Orla, but the intention was that the dyeing really to cut it up and then use it as stuffing. Do we say that it, it becomes Asu because it was a Begad? Or because since once you cut it up, it's going to paka isor mimeno. That's where Reb Chaim explains. Okay. So the Gemara asks, Avidla, do you treat it like a muskar or muchlat? So here, referring the term muskar and muchlat comes from the world of negaim. Okay. So as you know, sarat can affect body, it can, the one's body. It can also affect one's clothing, one's house. So, uh, but so there can be certain indicators of a of tzarat that makes someone a muskar, puts them into quarantine. So, for example, if it's a, on the skin, it's like a white mark. But then if certain things develop, such that like, two white hairs or it, ex, or it blows or it expands, or there's uh, something, a uh, healthy skin in the middle, that makes it a muhlat. 
So we have the similar thing by Begadim as well. Either Yarakrak or the Amdam can be the beggar that makes a muskar, but there can be indicators, like for example, it spreads, that would make it a muhlat. Okay? So by Negaim, by Begadim, the beggar itself is Asu. However, if you if you cut it up, then to make it muhin, if it's a muskar, meaning a beggar that was just in like for want of a better term, quarantined, but like put aside, then it becomes tahor. Pakami menusuro. Okay. However, it becomes tahor. However, if it's a muhlat, since it's already defined as a muhlat, even if you cut it up, it's not going to help, right? It's still going to be tameh, okay? Um, it's, it's still going to be asur. So the Gemara says, well, into Avid, if we treat our case of this begit you died with orla like a muskar, then it's going to be mutar, because cutting it up is going to pakai surah and But if you treat it like a muhlat, then it'd be asur. Okay. Now we've got a, whole, an, a bunch of cases that sort of tie in this world of Orla Begadim and also with uh, other laws of Bittal we've been discussing. So here we're talking about, let's, the person, what the person has done is he died about a garment first with Orla, and then what he did is he died it after with something of Heter, okay? And overdid it. So he ruined it with the Heter after. What's the din? Meaning, what does that mean? Rav Chaim says, if the original tzviya was completed and all done with the orla, then the beggar becomes asur. The fact you spoil it later is not going to make a mutar. However, if it was insufficient, the dying you did in the beginning, and then you added the chulin, the, the, the mutar died, but much too much and it ruined it, then we say it's mutar. Okay? Because then it was like, Kind of like an otentan lithgam type of situation. It was like no, actually, not lithgam is probably the wrong, wrong situation, the wrong terminology. Actually, that's for later on. But he um, says, I read Chaim. It says, It didn't really do anything. The first sphere we used the orla. Only with twice. The dying was only completed once everything was added, and you ruined it then, and therefore it's fine. Okay. Next case. What happens if egos shall orla? Actually, here we're changing the words. Reb Chaim switches around um, following the Chazonish. So it's Tzva'o Egoz of Heter followed the Chazar Beklipei Be'ogaz Shel Orla. Okay? And the question is, what happens in that situation? Man damon rein tamnit gam is mutar. Afacha mutar. The fact you've added it later and it's been maktiach and ruined it, that's like no ten tamnit gam. So therefore, we say that it would be mutar. Uman damon rein tamnit gam is asur. Afacha would be asur. Same thing. Now, next case. Svavoba klipe egoz shel orla. Now, important to understand is here in this this third case, you've started dyeing the garment with both orla and this is klipe egoz. So you use the shells of an egoz of orla and chulin. Okay, but there wasn't enough of the dye of the of the chulin to battle the dye of the orla. Okay, that's what's happened initially. The chazar, and then what you've done is you've added more dye over the clipe of, of clipe rimon shechulin. But importantly, it's a different min, a different color, different min and, and color as well. So the question is, can the clipe rimon come to join the, the clipe egoz of chulin to battle the clipe, the clipim of the orla? You hear the question? So it's almost like the two different minim of dyes can they combine together to battle the, the asur dye. Okay, so the assumption is, maybe it's like this case, and this relates to the, the sugis we saw in Trumot. 
you can see there's many crossovers between Truma and Orla because there's so many in Bittel here. So that case was And that was, if you recall, we had the case of these cakes of pressed figs. They were, all, they were somewhat, somewhat large and somewhat small. And Truma fell into one, fell into it. And the question was, or the well, it was a machloket there, but one shita says that the despite the fact that two different igulim are two different sizes, they can combine together to the battlet. Okay, and Rav Huna says it's we're so lenient there, and that was by the way, if you remember, the reason for the leniency is really bitul one in a hundred is the rabbanan anyway, so they afforded certain leniencies within their chumra, if you like. So, so he adds that gedolim malita ketanim b'mishkal. That even if the gedolim weren't enough in number to combine with the ketanim to battle it, we can go by weight. And then that's a cooler that we look at the weight of it. Or if we've got a situation where the Ketanim are not enough in weight to really contribute, nonetheless, we can go by the Minyan and say, look, uh, even, though even though the different sizes, we can now they say there's 100 to 1. Okay? So the assumption is our case is that case as well, that the Klippe Rimon can combine with the Klippe Egoz to battle the Klippe Egoz Orla. In other words, two different Minim. So we say, no, Taman Min Bimino. There it's different. There it's all figs, right? Here it's baram hacha min You can't bring up case to our case because our case is rimon and egoz. You're trying to say rimon and egoz can combine together. So therefore, we now bring a different different case. What about sevol beklipe egoz shirolola and heter again? min acher. So here, what's happened is is your it's again you've used egoz as die. Both, both the, the Orla and the Chulin, and there wasn't enough of the Chulin to battle it. And then you also added some other type of Egoz. So it's the same Min, but the produced a different color. So can the different colors combine? So Gemara says, well, that's simple. We've seen this as well. This is like Shadrav Yeshua that says, We saw the Machloket there as well, and it's back in the Sector Trumat also. That Shirab Yeshua was the different colors can combine. And we saw him spent quite a lot of time on that. So here, what, what, why would it be any different? So he says, no, that's different again. Taman hu There, in that case, meaning you could take all the different colors, smash it all up, break it all up, and you wouldn't be able to discern between them. Here we're dealing with a particular beged. Parts of it was dyed with orla, parts of it was dyed with other things. And it and and not just that. The other min acher is a different seva, and you can still see it. In other words, you won't get to a point where it will be all chopped up and indiscernible. You can say all the different colors combine, like in the case of the levonot and shorot. Here, you can still see the different colors, so maybe they can't combine. So you can't bring a proof. So madamila. So therefore, how can we find a parallel case in our domain of orla that is similar to the case in trumot of the different different colors? So he says, I'll give you an example. That's Gazim Gezizot. What's Gazim Gezizot? We're talking about Gizet Semer, shearings of wool that are little small pieces. And there, this is Reb Chaim explaining, and then, then they mix up nicely. Then you could say Malif Zeretzer. Why? The Afa, um, um, fine. I'll just leave Afa Gav in the minute for the moment. That's it. It's Reb Chaim. So, in other words, Amar Yossi, Barabun. He says, Ma damila beged. So, what would be example? How do we understand that? That's begadol shutzva or. So, what's the case of gizim gizizot? That is, if you've got a big garment that you shutzva or that you've dyed it with all these different dyes, almanap, your intention is to really cut it up and pull the fabrics apart to make mavdina dordasin, to make a felted, like small little tufts. In other words, what you do, you've got a whole fabric, 
You've, and you kept it in that fashion. You're dyeing it with all these different things. So, for example, in our case, a clip here, egos, shell, orla, and cholin. And also, you've got this other tseva. But your intention was to pull apart. Ah, in that case, you can say the two different colors combined, because that would be very similar to the case of the of the, of the the two different colors figs, that once you, you eventually break it up and smash it apart, you won't be able to discern between the colors. So, too, here, when you end up turning into felting material, you won't be able to discern between them. Okay, next case. Amar, um, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Samamanim Samamanim. Here we're talking about different, um, again, different dyes. If the dyes themselves, and again, this is not prepared as a liquid yet, so this is talking about the raw material. If they, if you get a mixture of oral and other ones, it, 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 it's just like all oral, it takes 200 to battle it. However, what if you prepared the dyes? So in other words, you've soaked whatever, say, shells in this liquid, you removed it, and what you have now are dyes that have uh, a, a product of this is Ohana. And then they get mixed. In that situation, since it's 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 the um Isra, it's the Hanayat Orla, if you want to call it that, then in that situation he says it's Batel Barov. That's quite the Khirosh. So in Orla itself, you need 200. Hanayat Orla is only Rov. So Amra Bamar Amara Babar Mamal, Hanayat Orla Batela Barov. Um is that what the case? Matnita Pligi al Rav Mamal. Sorry, he's Mafarashit, and not the answer the question is Mafarashit. And now the we've got a bright seems to be cholak on it. As it says as follows. Sorry, this is a Mishnah we'll learn later on. And this is if you've got a pot, and what do you use to fuel the fire? You use klipe orla. So again, it is Isorana. And since what's happened is since you can the hana'a of the oil that you're driving is nikar betavshil, because you can see it, it affected the change because it fueled it. Therefore, there's an isur associated with it. But very importantly, it says at the end of it, if that tavshil gets mixed up with other tavshilim, it's battle in how much? You need 200 to battle it. Despite the fact there's no orla in it. So you see, hanayat orla, you need you need 200 against it. So we say, patala b'kdeira b'kdeirot. So the first solution is, I can differentiate between the two cases. When we're saying batel barov, that's when we talk about the dyes as liquids simply mixed up all together. Here, when you're talking about distinct objects, kideirot, as separate from one another, then, then you need still need 200, even though it's hana. However, Amar Yossi, Misvar Sabar Rabbara Mamal, Rabbara Mamal, when he says, Hanat Orla Batel Barov, he's saying, you thought to say that it's mutala sotken. However, Lord Lashabar. So let me read Ruchaim. He says, Lo amar mutar, meaning imhu rovheter, avalat chilitzvo avalo. In other words, what do we have here? We've got the dyes that are mixed together. Okay? It, it's batal barov. Now, we thought to say that that means what are you allowed to do? You're allowed to take that mixture and dye your beggar. And the answer is no, you've got, and, and that, that's why we brought this kasher of these pots you fired with orla and getting, and that, that required battle in 200. However, that's not the case. He says, but rather, what is Shittat Rabbi Barbar Mamal? Shittat Rabbi Mamal is saying that it's only post-factor, meaning if you had a mixture of these pre-prepared dyes, one of which was Issa Orla, and you made a Beged, then we say, oh, was it Batil Barov already? And then the Beged will be Mutar. But not that if you've got this mixture of dyes and the Orla dyes in the minority, again, pre-prepared, we've got the Mat Mayim, but he still, he says, you still can't use that to go ahead and use it as a dye, okay? To dye clothing. It's only after the fact, okay? So in other words, really, you wouldn't, if even 
meaning even the Hanayat Orla, we'd require 200. When it says Batele Barov, it's only if you've already happened to use that to die a beggar. Now we say, oh, was it Batele Barov or not? Okay. So that's why when it comes to these cooked foods, you need 200 despite the fact that it's in it because you can't go and let Chela come and eat it. Okay. Let's continue. However, the Gemara then continues as follows. Meichadun. So we see in it as follows that actually even B'diabed is not good. It says, So what he's saying is as follows, that actually even B'diabed is not good. So what we have to do is, in this situation where, say, these liquids that have been prepared with the dyes got mixed together, what we do is, if it, you made a garment, even BDA, but after the fact, we simply say, okay, let's disregard the contribution of the heter dye mixture. Let's have a look. Is the isra enough to asura on its own? If it is, it's asura. If not, not. Okay. Let's continue. Tamantanina. So these are the things that of non-Jews that are Asur and Asurana. So these, we've been through these before. I think this should be familiar to. One is Yain. So it's time, oh, actually Yain Nesach, I should say. So this is vinegar that was initially already wine and vinegarized. That would be Asur. But if it was vinegar at the beginning, we're not concerned. We wouldn't use it for Vadazara. The Cheretz Hadraina. Cheretz Hadraina, what it was is they would get some pottery that would had had wine soaked in it and absorbed in the walls. And the soldiers would take this uh, with them. So it was, it was like a portable alcohol. And they'd take some Cheretz, soak it in water, and, and the wine flavor would come out. And they'd, that's how they have their beverages. So Reb Zira B'Shem Reb Yirmi says, that must be Rebi Mehi. Why is it Rebbe Meir? That must be Rebbe Meir because Rebbe Meir says that this Cheres Hadraina is actually Asur and the Isra is Zohana. So the question is, okay, what's a machloket then? What is this machloket by this Cheres Hadraina that Chachamim says Motor and Rebbe Meir says Asur? If it's when they place, if it's, you put it in a cooked food, like you put the Cheres right in a pot and the tam is being drawn out of it, well, if I call it, it's going to be Asur. There's no question. If you're selling it to a goy, so you got this cheres hadraina, and you sell it to him, and you, minus the value of the yain nesek inside it, then you're not getting enough. The yain nesek. That's what I call motar. It must be that what the machlokit is shenanuagabeitabshil. So what happens is you've put this cheres hadraina on top of something that's cooking, and it's got the reach, the smells come out of it. So it's the name machlokit would be. Um, what's called uh, Reiche Milter or not. That's what Reb Chaim explains it here. So, Maoli Smoch Bo Kare Mita. Can I use it to prop up a bed? Oh, so Reb Lezer says, well, Aso Reb Yochanan is Mutar. Now, why? I'm not getting, what's, what's this Cheres Adraina, what now am I getting from from the time inside? Like, how does it work? So, uh, read Reb Chaim, he says, he also place, put, puts in this, uh, constructs this question in the following fashion. If you want this Yainesech thing to, to, be, to continue to be around, in other words, because I want the Cheres to be there because it's supporting my bed, then it's Aser. That's a question. Meaning I want this Cheres there because it's supporting my bed, not because of Yainesech inside it. So that's Machloket whether I'm allowed to do so for that purpose. Okay? Set it. All right. Call to everyone. Have a good day.